I'm Brooke. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Truth Fairies Podcast. The truth hurts. So we will be giving our unbiased and unqualified opinions on real life situations. So So let's get started. So hi. Welcome back to Truth Fairies. We Yeah, welcome back because we took a week off. We did. Christmas vacation. We did. Merry Christmas. Merry post-Christmas. Yeah. And Happy New Year. Yes. Yeah, sorry about that, but we're back with a vengeance. (laughs) We are ready to go. We have some post-Christmas stories. And some New Year's resolutions. Uh Uh-huh. And some New Year's drama. Yes, we do. We're excited. Yeah. How was your Christmas? It was good. It was lovely. You had all your birds in one nest. I had all of my birds at home for Christmas. chickadees. Yes, it was fantastic. No drama? No drama. No fights? No. (gasps) Which is shocking, because that's never happened, but... Um, no, it was good. It was good. Good. Yeah. We had COVID drama. Yes. But other than that, it was good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that you made it home. You were snowed in. I know. I thought we might have to do today's by Zoom or something because we almost had to quarantine. Yeah. But we tested. We're all good. Negative. Good. Negatory. Okay. Well, good. Should we jump right in? Um, yes. You said you haven't watched the ending of Bachelor. No, I've tried, but I have nary had a moment okay. to myself then, in the last week. Okay. Well, I tried last week. No, because I know who won. You do? Yes. It gets spoiled like okay. that day. Tell me what you think. I think it was her tingling vagina that was speaking. You do? <laughs> okay. What do you think? I, because I... Go ahead. Okay. A couple of things. Um, his height is a bonus because she's like... Yeah, five yeah. eleven. I don't know how tall she is, but he's really tall, so that's nice. Um, I think his earrings are ridiculous. Okay, <laughs> right? I mean, he's a full-grown man. Okay, with a dangling cross earring. <laughs> that's so. Um, what's the show where the kids all are in um, detention together? Oh, Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So there's that. And what's going on with his lip? I haven't noticed why, anything why, with his lip. How can you not? His, I've been least. One side of his lip is puffy always. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. It looks like he's been chewing on it. Oh. <laughs> Maybe yes. So I don't know, but the puffy lip. The, Do you like him? Do you think him or Brandon would have been a better choice? I think Brandon is a weenie. Yeah, a little bit. He He's, he's, like, a, he's like a little kid. And he says like, like a lot. And all the little notes he writes. Oh, you haven't seen this. So he keeps sending her these little notes. And it's very, very junior high-ish to me. I will say I was surprised when Joe went home. I was too. After the overnights, I was convinced that Brandon was going home. I was too. So I'm not sure what happened. Yeah, I don't know. It was very weird. Um, It didn't size up. I don't don't know. My prediction. Here's my prediction for 2022. Okay. They will not make it to Valentine's Day. Yeah. There's no way. I think Nate was the, I feel like Brand, if she really wanted to get married and have the like long-term sensible, someone that's going to stay with her, Brandon was the sensible choice. I think she was listening to her. Hoo-hoo. Yeah, I think that probably is true. <laughs> I think she was more attracted to him. They had more spark. Yes. He's, her mom said he was not the right one. Yeah. His family said he wasn't ready for this. But I mean, she's like... And I just still, clear to the very end, think she is just so pleasant. Yeah. I yeah. just think she's wonderful. So I, I need hope to, it works. Hopefully, I will. maybe I'll get time to watch it. Yeah. Well, I don't yeah, know. I'd be better. I'll try. Okay. 
uh, I felt like there was another reality TV corner, but I think it was a Sister Wives fake news. Oh, Sister Wives is so fantastic. I they know, are crumbling, crashing, and burning. And I'm here for it. I am. I, but you know how I feel about polygamy. I know. I just am very intrigued. So intrigued. So I'm bothered that it's, I wanted it to work out for them. Right. But I think Robin is a B. Really? Yeah. I think she's a martyr. Oh, she is a hot mess. And she has been vying for Cody to be like her only, she she yeah. wants to be the only wife. And that's, it. that's what's going to happen in the end. Well, it are, I mean, during quarantine, he basically won't let any of the families get together and he's quarantining with Robin. Yeah. Which if I was the other wives, I would be like, hell no. <laughs> and you know what? The wives will be fine. But what about the 57 kids he's got? I don't know. They've all, yeah. they're all still in the picture. That's yeah. what, that's, that's what it's, that's who I feel bad for. Yeah. Well, their situation. I don't know. But I saw news that Mary left and I got all excited and it was fake. Fake news. Fake Just news. Just Christine left. Yep. So anyway, we'll see how it all works out. Okay. All right. Well, did you get any highly offensive Christmas presents? Um, <laughs> I had to think about it. No, I didn't. Okay, good. No, did you? No. No bidets? No. <laughs> no. Um, no bidets? No household clean. Well, I did get a Roomba mop. But you chose that. Yeah. That's clean, on you. Household blenders, uh, mops, anything cleaning or cooking related for a woman is only allowable per request. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Don't buy a I woman. Did, I did get a Keurig. Oh, but that does not count. No. That is the exception. Oh, that's life-changing. Because it is something I've really wanted for a while. Yeah. So I feel really, really yeah, good about that. you don't have to that. have your little instant coffee packs. No, it's wonderful. <laughs> good job. So thrilled. Yay. Okay. Well, I do have one of a woman who got an offensive gift. Do tell. And she wants to know if we think it's offensive. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> so this was her partner, and I don't know how long they've been together, but it says partner, not boyfriend or girlfriend. I'm not sure. Uh, basically, the partner's mother, she says she lives a couple hours away. We don't talk very much. It's small talk. She came for Christmas and gave her an embroidered pillow. Well, on the pillow, it says, <laughs> I gave up jogging for health reasons. My thighs rubbed together. And my knickers caught fire. <laughs> and that's the pillow she gave her for Christmas. Oh, that's not very nice. I know. So she's like, was this a dig on me? I'm not sure. Or was the, the mother-in-law just thinking that it's funny? and Right. And she says, I used to jog a lot and I don't anymore. So do her thighs rub together is the question. I think so. <laughs> As most adult women do. Yeah. I, it's hard to, it's, I would be offended well, it's hard to say. I feel like any like self-depreciating humor item mm -hmm. either needs to be bought for yourself or needs to be like an inside joke. Right. Yeah. Because it's, yeah, I was going to say it depends on the relationship with between the mother-in-law or like the backstory that goes with it. But just to get that as a gift. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hell no. And she says she makes like, puts digs on her own son too. Like, well, you look pregnant or like, so she's clearly got like. You know how sometimes people who are really self-conscious about their own weight make digs at other people? Mm -hmm. Like if they're really healthy or really fit or like, I don't eat carbs. Yeah. And then they're like, dig people that do. Yeah. It's almost like a self-reflection of like, like they're like pissed they're that they haven't yeah. had a donut. And yeah. They're and they're going to project it on you and fat shame you. Exactly. Yeah. I don't like it. I am not for that gift. No. Burn it. That is so rude. What, is she, what should she do with it? Um, 
gift it back to the mother-in-law. Yeah. She know. should do the mean girls thing where she like puts the like weight gain powder bars in her food. Do you know I've never seen mean girls? What? I have never have. <gasps> we wear pink on Fridays? Never. I don't even know what that is. Ah! We need to watch Mean Girls. Okay. It's the best. She gives the the hot uh you know popular girl these she calls them weight loss bars, but they're really to gain weight. Mm-hmm. So that <gasps> she's gaining weight the whole time and <laughs> No, it's funny. Yes. Don't feel bad for the mean girl. I don't. You're not allowed. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you a story about a Christmas gift gone awry. Okay. Um, okay, this says, this issue started when my husband received the Christmas gift I bought him, which was a pair of sunglasses that I thought he liked. He didn't say he didn't like them, but he has a bit of a passive attitude, and he doesn't say his honest opinions. Yesterday, he showed up to my workplace and told my boss to trade the gift <gasps> I gave him with his. <gasps> My husband clearly, did I, did I not start at the beginning? I, it sounded like a good beginning to me. I didn't. Oh. Travis. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to restart me. Okay. You have to, because I missed part of this. Okay. okay. But really cut it out. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm okay. ready now. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Um, okay. So it says, so in every holiday celebration, Christmas in this case, I make a list of people I'm buying gifts for and what type of gifts I'm buying. I struggled with mistreatment in my previous job, but got fortunate enough to now be working in a very friendly environment with amazing coworkers and an amazing boss. My boss has stood by my side in many, many instances, and I decided to include him in my gift list. I got a tie which was within average price, nothing fancy, and still keeping it professional, and he liked it very much. The issue started when my husband received the Christmas gift I bought him, which was a pair of sunglasses that I thought he liked. He didn't say he didn't like them, but he has a bit of a passive attitude and he doesn't say his honest opinions. Mm. Yesterday, he showed up to my workplace and told my boss to trade the gift I gave him with his. (gasps) My husband clearly found out what I got for my boss by looking at my list. My boss notified me while I was out and I couldn't believe it. I went home and just blew up at him for going to my workplace and bullying my boss into trading gifts with him. He said it was between him and my boss and I should stay out of it and not be such an overreactor. I told him I've always maintained a good and professional relationship with my boss and what he did damaged that professional relationship. He doesn't know my boss at all nor, and has not met him personally um, to be this comfortable with him. He said that my boss is human and I should stop walking on eggshells just to keep my job, but it's not like that at all. This is just not my point. We had a huge argument over that and he said that, that unlike us women, them men don't see it as a big issue and are a lot more chill than us when it comes to etiquette. Ew. What a dirt bag and that kind of stuff us women obsess over though my boss was obviously weirded out and upset and it was a big deal since he wants he wants to speak to me asap oh no my husband also said it's basically my fault he didn't like the original gift i bought for him so that's on me (laughs) we're both mad and have basically been arguing with each other ever since what in the actual hell so many lines have been crossed so many lines I just, I, where do I, where do you even start? I can, so he has, he had never met the boss. Never met the boss. So his first impression is him waltzing in this office and <laughs> saying, hey, I like the gift my wife gave you better than the one she gave me. So how about you hand that over? Okay. Why not just go buy the tie? Just right. go get a tie. Right. right? I mean. Oh my gosh. It sounds to me like a male ego power struggle. It's not, I don't think it's really about the sunglasses or the tie. It's more about 
like his insecurities or something, right? right. I mean, because just go get a tie. Right. But it, it seems like he has to go, like, mark his territory. Right. Oh, I hate him. That's very weird. And it's not like the boss, I'm assuming, is going to have said tie in his work. Like, he probably took it home. Yeah. I don't know. And I, how presumptuous. Oh, god! If my husband ever walked into my place of employment and <laughs> acted like an ass. That's horrible. It is horrible. Oh, man. That it's, is so embarrassing. The thing that bothers me the most is he's like, men don't, we're chill. Guys are chill. We don't care about this kind of stuff. You women overreact and make everything yeah. weird. Yeah. Well, and you don't use proper grammar. So there's that. <laughs> so there's that. You know. Ew. I just hate like, his guts. I don't like the whole, if if women are over, the women were re-overreacting. It's like the gaslighting. It right? is. It's, it's like we talked about last week, being told to chill out. Yeah. Oh, uh-uh. Do not tell people to chill out. Guys don't care. We're chill. It sounds like the boss does mm. is thinking this is kind of weird. And how aggressive and like, I don't know. I just hate his guts. Yeah. I just hate him. <laughs> Enough said. That Divorce him. That's, <laughs> Divorce that him. tends to be my answer to a lot of things. I wonder if that's the only thing she got her husband. I, I don't know. It sounds like it. Which is fine. People just sometimes do one gift. Yeah. But. Hmm. Oh. How embarrassing. I wonder what that boss is going to say to her I know. on Monday morning. Probably, your husband's a D-bag. Get a divorce. Seriously. That's what I'd say. Okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Here's another D-bag. You want another D-bag story? I do. Okay. So the man in question is writing this one as well. And he says, my daughter, Anna, who's six, got me some weird smelling cologne for Christmas, and I hated it. I asked my wife why she would even let our daughter buy this crap, and she said that since Anna had used her own piggy bank money... She had wanted to pick out the cologne on her own. So basically, Anna went on Amazon and randomly looked around until she saw a cologne picture that she liked and that she could afford. My wife thought the whole thing was hilarious, but I didn't really find it that funny. Don't get me wrong, I appreciated it, but it stunk so badly that I sent it back today. I was just not going to say anything, but when I came back inside, Anna asked me why I had went out without putting on the cologne. And I told her, well, sweetie, daddy didn't really like it, so I sent it back. But I appreciate you getting me the gift. So here's the money you spent on it, about $20, and an extra $20. Then she got really sad and said, you didn't like it? And I said, no, but that's okay, because I'm just happy that even though you thought about me enough to break your piggy bank and get me a present, um, I don't know what I don't know what the heck is up with the kids. They don't listen. That didn't really make sense, no. but that's how he wrote it. She ran and told my wife that I said I hated the present. I didn't hate it, and that's not even what I said. My wife said I should apologize, but I said, no, apologize for what? I don't want her turning out spoiled. This is a good lesson for her to learn. If she had listened to my wife when she was trying to help her pick out the cologne, then she wouldn't have picked out a cologne I didn't like, and I wouldn't have had to send it back. I think an apology is unnecessary and uncalled for. I gave Anna her money back and extra on top of that, and I think we should just leave it at that. Right now, everyone is mad at me. I was just going to go apologize to keep the peace, but the more I think about it, I don't think I did anything wrong that's worth apologizing for. Did I? Yeah, you're an asshole. <laughs> you you are, are an asshole. Grown adult anus hole. Anus <laughs> hole. Because you know what? The minute you have kids, it is about them. It doesn't matter if you like it. Yep. How many how many gifts throughout my 28 years of parenthood <laughs> have I received that you know what I mean that are 
maybe not what I would have picked for myself. Sure. Or, you know what I mean? Like little kids doing drawings or little kids, like that stuff means so much. Now you need to cut this out because if my kids hear it, they're going <laughs> to, they're going to think I don't love their gifts. <laughs> to like, no, but you know what I mean? Like, like how many things? Yeah. It is not about what the actual gift is. It is the F. I have these two little glass penguins uh-huh. or ceramic penguins that my, two of my kids made. They are unrecognizable as penguins. <laughs> they are. They are. I only know they're penguins because the kids told me they were. Right. Hideous. <laughs> okay. But that is their little, that was all of their little love and effort that yeah. went into that. And you know what? You put on that damn cologne, yeah. Mr. Stinky Pants, and or you wear empty it. empty it out, put a different one in and say that it's the cologne. There you go. There are multiple solutions. Multiple. And that is not a lesson that she has to learn at six. Six years old. Now, it would be different. little piggy bank. Yeah. It'd be different if it was like an adult child. Yeah. That you're like, you know. And they're like, if you don't like the smell, like usually when you're an adult, yeah. you give that caveat. Like, But as an adult child, you would also understand. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. So Aaron once, I told him I wanted like just a good smelling, like go to Bath and Body Works or go to Victoria's Secret and just like smell the smells and get me like a scent that you like and I'll wear it because mm-hmm. like I want to smell like what you, well, <laughs> sorry, Aaron, but he's like, so I just Googled like what's the most popular Victoria's Secret scent and it was Love Spell. You remember mm-hmm. Love Spell? I do remember Love Spell. Well, who didn't wear Love Spell Everybody. in the early 2000s? Yes. I wore it so it reminds me of my ex-boyfriend because <laughs> that's what I wore yeah. when I was dating my ex-boyfriend. Oh, gross. So I opened and I was like, literally any other smell. Like yeah. any other smell would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Just Don't just Google most popular and no, get it. Find what you like. <laughs> smell them. <laughs> Your nose needs to be involved yes. in this process. Yes. But he's an adult and this is a six-year-old child. Right. It's just so... And, and really, I mean, as all parents know, it is not, it is the thought and the, I mean, the breaking of the bank yeah. and the buying and the, you know, I Kids mean, it's gets, not about yeah. what you get. It's about the thought and the preparation and the intention behind it. And they get so excited to give it to you. Yeah. Like kids are so excited to give you whatever. Like Piper just wraps up random things because she yeah. just wants to give us something. Yeah. We do the, where you wrap up, just go into your bedroom and find gifts of things that you might want or you know and then we wrap them and then open them together yeah and they're not even you know but it's it's just about the gesture I'm so disappointed in this I hate him I remember going to the grocery store with my mom on her birthday and you remember pop beads they're those little beads and they like pop Pop together together. yes 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 I'm like mom will you buy me these pop beads and I think she knew that I wanted to actually make her a necklace Mm -hmm. so she bought them for me and I made her a necklace and gave it to her for her birthday. And she wore it, like, to her, like, choir concert. Aww. Like, and I remember being so proud. So proud of like, that. I made that necklace and she likes it. Aww. I know. I feel so, bad for this little girl. I do, too. Wow. And really that's saying hurt. a lot for me. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Since I'm emotionally unavailable and dead inside. <laughs> so, okay. Um, do you have any more Christmas stories? Um, I have a few about New Year's. I've got a couple good New Year's too, and then if we have time, I've got a I've got a lot of dirtbag dads though. Oh, good! I and love I don't know a dirtbag dad. <laughs> I don't know. If we want an entire dirtbag dad episode. We should. We should have just a horrible. We could easily. Yeah. 
Uh, Man, child, dads, selfish dads. You should uh, you should bring in a father to uh, be a guest on that one. <laughs> to, <laughs> to defend them. To, to defend to defend all the fathers out there. It can't be one of your husbands though. That's too. That's okay. cheating. It's got to be like a. We'll an unbiased husband of some sort. Okay. Man, defend mankind yeah. itself. Because, I mean, I could, but I'm also not a father, so I feel like I'd be stepping out of place a little True. bit. Well, we gotta, okay, we'll have to think of one that is worthy of that role. Do you know any? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, all right, let's talk about New Year's. So New Year's is coming up on Saturday, right? right? Yeah, and today's what, Wednesday? I don't even know. Today's Wednesday. And I. how do you feel about New Year's? Let's talk about that. You know, New Year's to me is the same as like kind of like birthday parties when you're a teenager where you feel like there should be, it should be this amazing day. Like you grow out of that the older you get where you're like, it's just a day. I don't need it to be perfect. I don't need a party. But when you're a teenager, it's like such a big deal. It's like this like cumulative, what's culminating event Yes, of the year. Where I feel like New Year's has all this pressure and really, I don't want to, like, I just want to watch TV in my pajamas and go to bed at 10. Well, you are a party pooper. I know. I um, I don't. I stay up. But it's like, it's always kind of anticlimactic, I yes. feel like. I That's one thing I decided this year is I really hate Christmas. Oh. Okay. I mean, I know I'm backtracking a little bit, but I love, you know, my tree was up November 1st. Yeah. Well, maybe that's the problem. I love the anticipation, the lead up, the lights, the presents. I love all of it. And then the day of Christmas, once presents are opened and breakfast is done, it, I just feel depressed. Oh. I do. I just feel like I second guess everything I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Your whole life? Comes My whole life. Um, I do. I really? just, I really feel just bummed that whole day. So I, I am like, yeah. Bum that it's over or no, like you didn't just do... in general. I yeah. it's like it is just depressing and sad to me. I don't know why. Um and I don't know. Sometimes I get I feel like I didn't do enough. I think it's for me when I get that way it's almost like a mom guilt thing like yeah, I maybe didn't take so. the kids ice skating. I didn't take the kids to go, you know, see lights. I didn't do this. We didn't carol. We didn't Blah, 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 blah. I didn't feed enough homeless people. And then it's like, <laughs> that was very extreme. <laughs> I didn't, I fed nary a one homeless person this season. Well, I, but it's that like, it's part guilt. Okay. For having more than other people. It's part guilt for not creating enough magical memories and not living in a snow globe and not yeah. like, I didn't shake the snow globe hard enough. Yeah. And part like, it's over. Um, and then, and then you know January's coming, and then we're gonna sink into a deep into depression. the deep darkest depression the in January and February. Depths of our soul are gonna spill out. Um, speaking of the snow globe that you just mentioned, um, um, I'm looking for. Um, hold on, okay. Why can't I find it? Talking about like this new. Um, this new dating phenomenon called snow globing. Have oh, what of this? Yeah, I, I, do you know this? Maybe you might. Okay, so it's this idea that um, it, it talks about how, like, people during the holiday season will date other people, and it's almost like they put on a front to make up a relationship, kind of like for the romanticism of the holidays. Right. So to get through the holidays and to have like be in a couple, and you know nobody wants to be like alone. 
but it's talking about how like so many people, um, it says snow globing occurs when your date uses the festive season to make you think your relationship is more serious and more committed than it actually is. Hmm. Um, it says it can be particularly confusing, especially if your date gives you romantic Christmas gifts, talks about plans for the new year and you are physically intimate. Oh, um, but it says that it, hold on. So it's talking about how just a lot of people will kind of fall into that trap. And then once the holidays pass, people are like, all right, goodbye. <laughs> Interesting. And it's yeah. called snow globing. Snow globing. Have you guys seen the Netflix movie holiday? Yes. No, <laughs> it's, it reminds me of this. Well, holiday, it's like, it's a more tactical approach to what you're talking about. But basically the Emma Roberts finds this dude that, uh, they both like hate going to their family's things. Cause everyone asks why they're still single. So they go as like friends basically. And so they're each other's holiday. So like Christmas, Easter, Valentine's day, they do every holiday together so that they don't have to try to find a real relationship. Oh. So it's kind of like this, but basically just trying to convince their parents that they're in somewhat of a relationship. And then obviously they fall in love cause they spend every holiday obviously. together. But oh. And because it's a rom-com. No, that's not the one I was thinking of. I was thinking of one, and now I don't know what it's called, where he catfishes her, and she goes to Christmas to meet him, and she thinks they're in love, and it's a different person. It's like this little Asian guy. I don't know. She's like not, and then, but she goes because she thinks he's this other person that he used the picture of, and then, of course, she falls in love with the catfisher because it's... Because there's nothing wrong with catfishing and tricking people into a relationship. Because <laughs> you should you know? fall in love with the person oh, who love hard. you. Thank you. Love hard. Yeah. I love that. Uh, that actor actually, is really funny. It was actually really cute, but the yeah. whole premise is kind of weird. It's, but it's interesting because um, in the article, it like it gives people like hints of how to avoid oh. um, snow globing. Like it tells you to have, um, you need to have an explicit conversation about commitment before you're officially an item. You need to... Um, just like this is starting to feel like a relationship to me. So it wouldn't feel right for me to meet other people, like checking in with each other and talking about it and really like, right. Like not just getting caught up in the moment because so many people get, interesting. they get like, if this were August, would you feel the same way about this person? Right. Do you remember like in middle school and high school, like sometimes people would get like a boyfriend or girlfriend right before their birthday because they wanted like a birthday Birthday present Uh, or Or before prom uh before like a big, or they'd break up with someone right before their birthday so they didn't have to buy them yes. a <laughs> birthday gift. Yes. That was a classic. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, so, so watch out for all of those of you who are going to be dumped next week. How do you feel about New Year's? Do you do resolutions? Oh, New Year's. Yes. Um, sorry, I got sidetracked on the... The snow globing. That's, the snow globing. Um, I, can, I can see that, though. I do like New Year's. I am all about a good, hard New Year's resolution. Okay. And I like New Year's. Do you? Yeah. Like, okay. I do. You look a bit like a fresh start. I do. So I like that. Do you do resolutions? Yes. Okay. Um, so did you keep yours from last year? Oh, no, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I make them. I don't keep them. What was it? Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's irrelevant at I, this okay, point. I'm going to tell you something. Here's a little confession. I struggle <laughs> to follow through with commitment. So, like, I am not very good at goal setting or achieving goals or um, really anything like that. And so my biggest success is that I have been doing Duolingo for 87 days. Yes. Thank you. That's amazing. That is is my biggest. That is the longest I've ever stuck with anything besides my marriage. I I did it for two weeks, which is, that is my, like, MO. I do something really well for two weeks. 
And I never make it past two weeks. Yeah, well, I'm nearly bilingual. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is what we have to talk about, though. This is the difference between Jamie and Brooke. So in Duolingo, I did it for two weeks, so mm-hmm. I know. You basically do these little lessons, and then when you master, you can move on, or you can master them until they turn purple. So Jamie has to, <laughs> she has to master every little button. I've mastered every button. Right? Every button. <laughs> so we're in the car talking about this and I go <laughs> I'm like well what this is not gonna be funny to anybody else no. but I'm like what happens like do you go back and fix it when it cracks she looks at me like I had just told her that Walmart grocery was no longer doing pickup like it was the most sheer panicky look she's like what do you mean I'm like oh well you know like when you don't do it for a while and the little button cracks and she's like what are you talking about well, yeah, because you fully panicked. I panicked, and right now I have three cracks what that I have about? to address. So she has to go back and fix the cracks, and then move on. Which is why I am only on unit two, <laughs> midway through unit two. Actually, because I'm if it's on me, I am. I will pass off those little levels as fast as I can to move on. Not me. I will torment myself until every enye <laughs> is in its proper place. <laughs> I. I will torment myself with this language. I wanted to take back the fact that I told her about the cracks was I felt so bad because she was so like she didn't know about it. I didn't know that you have to keep up on it. Now she has to go fill the cracks. Stupid. Sorry but, about that. But that is that is one of my longest commitments. Of, I'm proud of you. Or yeah, like hab- you know, they say it takes 10 days to create a habit. No. I call bullshit on Isn't that. Isn't it like 30? I think it's a lot longer than that. Because I've done a lot of things for 10 days in a row that you don't st- still do. No. Yeah, I um nope. I've never I've never lasted on a diet. Mm-mm. I've never um, kept up on an exercise routine. I have never. Um, wow, what other things do you do? Saved money. <laughs> I have never. That's the number one New Year's resolution. Yeah, it's not mine. Is saving money. Nope, that's what I have a husband for. I do. <laughs> He's good at saving money. I'm not. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> my credit card bill this month was. Out of control. Sky high. Sky high. Yes. Oh, yeah, I'm not good. I don't have any. I cannot report any positive habits that I have developed. Yeah. Neither. I have less positive habits. Yes. So what? what is a New Year's resolution that we can commit to? I can't. I feel like we should try. Like And then what? we'll return and report. We have been doing this podcast for almost a year. Almost weekly. Almost. Okay. So that's good. That's good. That's good. That's, that is a commitment. I know. I don't know. Should I wash my hair more often? No. I mean, I don't. You take great pride in that. I do. I, I do. always feel like I should exercise, but that's everybody the one, knows I don't like That's the to one sweat. thing I do. I do exercise. I don't. But I've been exercising since I was like 15. So, mm. But I eat like shit, so it's all for naught. Yeah. Well, I would like to hear everybody's New Year's resolutions. I would too, because last year my resolution was to like write things down, like keep a journal kind of, Mm -hmm. but I saw this thing where they're like, just write down like every day, just like kind of a few things, like what you did or who you talked to. And I thought that was a good idea because it seemed less like intimidating than fully like writing all my innermost thoughts and feelings. And I did it for like two weeks. And then away it went. I just can't. I hate that about myself. Me too. Give me, why don't you make a new year's resolution for me? Okay. And And, you make one for me? Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna make me go to therapy. I know. <laughs> That's, That's what, I, what it is, huh? I was thinking it in my head, but I wasn't gonna say it to everybody. Okay, well, we all need therapy. We all do. <laughs> okay. 
Good for everybody. Okay. Well, I'll be thinking about it and I will report next week what my resolution has been. Okay. I will too. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, let's talk about New Year's. Okay. Um, this, this is, um, let's see. I have a few. I'll start with this one. Okay. It says, my parents are Chinese immigrants to the U.S. and they are very superstitious. Chinese New Year just passed and I'm still dealing with issues over it. This year is the year of the ox, which is my zodiac. When it is your year, you are going to have good luck. However, there are a bunch of precautions you need to take in order to not have a terrible year, one of which is to wear a special red underwear. Hmm. If you go to Chinatown or to China or anywhere with a bunch of Chinese people, you'll see a lot of red underwear for sale. Hmm. My parents and grandparents especially have bought me a bunch of red underwear and are telling me to wear it. They've checked with me on an almost daily basis to make sure I'm wearing red underwear. They made my sister do it last year, and three years ago, I remember my mom losing her shit because she couldn't find her red underwear. She lost a pair or two, and the rest were in the wash or something. It was ridiculous. She was actually having a panic attack. Wow. Well, I don't believe in this crap, but also the red Chinese underwear is uncomfortable, so I stopped wearing it. My parents have been giving me so much crap and are telling me that I'm going to have the worst year ever and that I need to respect them or I'm not going to be allowed to go outside. I just gave up and changed my underwear to make them happy. My grandma is extremely worried about me. She is telling me every day to do it and that she didn't wear it on her year, and that is when her father died, when the Japanese invaded or something. Oh! She genuinely is frightened for me. This makes me really sad, and I feel guilty. I want her to feel okay and not worry about me. I have gone out and not worn the red underwear and not told them, but I'm so tired of this stuff, and I don't want to deal with this until next February. It's just not fair. I don't believe in it, and it's bullshit because nobody else does this, and they and they don't have bad luck. So why does it only affect the Chinese? <laughs> anyway, Valid I want, point. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I want to know if this makes me an asshole. After all, I still live with my parents, and they know best, right? Oh. So would you wear the underwear? It's special Chinese. You can't just die. You can't just go buy the Victoria's Secret and get some silky red chonies. That, I don't know. See, that's what I was wondering, too, because if it's just the color... Find some Tonys that are comfortable that you can wear every day. It's just yeah. not worth the battle. But if we're talking like like a specific, right, itchy, and, tight Choni. And for some ugh. reason when they talk about specific underwear, all my mind goes to is the <laughs> underwear you get in the hospital after you have a baby. <laughs> That's like, I love those. Oh, that underwear. That underwear is like the, the meshy. <sighs> That's oh, the best. And you put the big diaper in it. Yeah. <laughs> Pull those suckers if up tight. If you had oh. any sense of pride before having a baby, it all You won't goes, after. You won't. But that underwear, I remember being like, can I have some extra pairs of those? <laughs> just, just in case I want to wear them at home. Just oh, be, yeah. They come up to your nips. Like, it is a full It's, it's literally harness. a bra and underwear. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bodysuit. It is. I, I don't remember what it's made out of, but I just... It's remember, like mesh. Yeah. It's like the sides are meshy. Yeah. And it's basically like a depends without absorbent. And then you put that giant pad in just, there. You can use the pad or you can use the whole literal diaper. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is, I mean, the most attractive thing I can imagine. It is. Um, and I mean, th that is the best part of pregnancy next to... <laughs> That little squeeze bottle. Oh, you know the squeeze bottle. The squeeze Every bottle. Every mom out there knows that squeeze bottle. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, it's stuff. like a little, yeah. It is. It's the most, like, that feels better than anything in the world. Ever. So, I mean, back to the underwear. Sorry, yeah. Um, Apparently, this is not that. <laughs> Apparently, this is the opposite We're talking about that. something that you don't enjoy, like great big granny panties. But I wonder if... Like, in my mind, it's papery. I don't know why. It crinkles? Uh-huh. Mm, I was just thinking tight and itchy. Tight and itchy. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, I guess in my opinion, if it's just red underwear, just wear red underwear. Just buy some red underwear for the love of all that is holy. Yeah. And wear them for a year. It sounds like it's an entire year. It's an entire year. A year of red underwear. I have never heard of this. a bad thing. No. I mean, you could attract a mate with red underwear. Or not. (laughs) But if you're... if your parents are, and, and I wonder if it dies down. So like if they're really on your case about it in January and February, and then they kind of forget. Right. So, I mean, just, I don't know, just yeah. play the game. If your grandma thinks that you're going to start a third world war and that the fate of the entire free world rests upon what is protecting your your junk. Wear the underwear. You probably should. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, you're not superstitious, are you? I'm a little stitious. <laughs> little stitches because I am not at all I know I don't think I am but Heather like Heather would wear that red underwear and yes she she is she would yeah um I don't think I am I can't think of anything in particular that I'm but we do have underwear superstition in our in our in our we do religion of origin yes we do so So that may be tied into it (laughs) that's why we're just willing to conform we're like just wear the underwear just wear the underwear don't take a stand don't have a voice (laughs) wear the underwear your grandma wants you to wear the underwear you put it on wear it or how about this you just dye the top of your underwear (gasps) yeah like a band and so they you just flip down the top because are they checking every day? And how old is this girl? Is there an underwear check? Is it a girl? I don't know. I don't either. I don't know. Yes. Okay. No, I don't know. It doesn't say. Hmm. Where the underwear? Just let's just do what's going to be the least, the path of least resistance. Yep. Dye the then, top of your chonies. In this case, I'm going to have to agree with you. Okay. Okay. And right, what, what if it's true? Right. I mean, you never know. It might just, just to be safe, just wear the underwear. Right. If it's your year... Do everything you can. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I wish I had a culture like that. (laughs) (laughs) At least something. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. This, you're going to like this one. Okay. Okay. So uh, the title is, am I the asshole for not inviting two friends in my group to my New Year's Eve party? So she writes. Preliminarily. Preliminarily. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But you're going to hate this. Okay person that she doesn't invite it's my favorite okay so i'm in a group of 10 friends we're all couples in our late 30s two of our friends recently had a commitment ceremony at the beach this past spring one half of this couple wade has increasingly become a huge irritation to this group i don't mind him so much in small doses but the rest of the group is constantly irritated with him especially the other guys we're all heterosexual couples for example wade thinks he's a ninja at first, I thought it was a joke, but it became clear that he thinks he is actually a ninja. He has some training in kung fu, but I think he only got up to the yellow belt, and that was like 15 years ago. One instance, at another friend's wedding, he was running around the reception venue, sneaking up on people, bragging about he, how he was so stealth. I wish I was joking. <laughs> He's also obsessed with video games and Star Wars. He has brought his own lightsaber to events where it's not appropriate, like a single lightsaber. Like, if he bought a couple to a casual thing, it could be fun to play with. But no, just one. It's purple. But I know he has others, at least a green and a blue. We have put up with his antics because we love his partner. But we recently had a holiday dinner where Wade showed up very late and didn't bring the potluck thing he was in charge of. Uh, And then he made really inappropriate dinner conversation. In general, whenever he talks to someone, he tends to tell a story 
Then when the other person tries to respond with a similar experience, he just walks away or starts talking about something else. <laughs> Bye. Bye. My BF and I are planning on hosting a small New Year's Eve party for the group. Uh, would I be the asshole if I didn't invite Wade and his partner? They keep asking me if we have plans for New Year's Eve and we keep dodging the question. I feel like I might be the asshole because I've been friends with Wade's partner since we were in college and we have tolerated him until now. You have to invite him. Ninja Wade. You have. You are in too deep. At, at this point? It's, yeah. It's ninja for life? It's ninja for life. Bringing his lightsaber and I, sneaking up on people? Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. I mean, I don't know what else to say. They, you're in a group of 10 people. Yeah. And if you isolate this one couple, then you're the a-hole. Yeah. You are. But he's going to ninja ruin their whole New Year's Eve. Well, that's on them. I've got to admit something. Okay. I don't know what a ninja is. Is a ninja a real thing or just like a made up? <laughs> <laughs> like, are there real life ninjas? I mean, I don't think like, people, like it's not like a job. It's not? <laughs> No, I don't know. <laughs> because I had a college boyfriend who would like sometimes get really depressed that he wasn't a ninja. Like he's like, I feel like I missed my life calling. And I was, don't you think a lot of men have this like Jason Bourne complex where they think that they need to be like real life ninjas? ninjas. I don't think it's really a thing. Okay. I mean, like maybe, maybe you are in a high profile job where you're a fighter and you use your ninja skills but, but I don't there's no such thing as like, a ninja I don't think anybody's ever posted a job for like a ninja <laughs> ninja warrior like a like oh American level. ninja warrior yeah. they're the people that do the yeah but that's not a ninja they're not yeah. wearing black masks but they carrying could. around swords I yeah said, I okay I just wanted to clarify okay because I wasn't sure if a ninja was like a real thing no I don't think so okay just in movies okay <laughs> They were a real life thing. Oh my gosh, Travis! Uh, are you sure? If you're a fan of ninjas, you'll be pleased to know that ninjas were indeed real. However, the real ninjas of the past were probably nothing like today's version. Uh, Shinobi lived in Japan between 15th and 17th centuries. Um, there were two areas of Japan: Iga and Koga. So they were real. They were just like uh, military people, basically, with oh. swords back in the 15th and oh, 16th century. Oh, okay. So like samurai fighter, like Yeah. Yeah, because okay. like samurai swords are like real like military but today, weapons, there's I guess. Not like, okay. So no, there's no more ninjas anymore. In China, right? Japan. Japan. Yeah. Not the same thing. Nope. In Japan, that would have been culturally like... There's not a real ninja in America. Right. Don't think you're really a ninja. Yeah. Just because you know a little bit of Taekwondo. And don't bring a lightsaber as hey, a grown adult 30-year-old. And you've crossed a line there. You're blending two worlds. Right? <laughs> Star Wars. Ninja. Like right. what? No. It's because he thinks he's stealth. He's not stealth. So I, you know, it's hard because she's been friends with the other woman since college. But it's like when you have this, tell me this. How rare is it as an adult woman to find another couple friend that you like both of them? Very rare. Very rare. Very There's rare. always one weirdo. There's always, yeah. I mean, which is why we don't have a lot of couple friends. <laughs> I, think, I think we have you and Erin. Right. And right. our husbands are weird. But yeah, <laughs> I think. Weird. And you know what else? How it's hard, hard to find. It's hard to find couple friends, but it's also just hard to find adult friends. Yeah. Is there, and if there isn't, why, and should we invent it, 
Like a dating app for grown-up friends. Like a friendship app. Yeah. Do you see on like Meridian Moms mm-hmm. that there'll be posts and women will be like, looking for my new best friend, and then they'll post about themselves. Right. And, and sometimes I'm like, that's not a bad idea. Right. And then other times I'm like, that is a bad idea. <laughs> I don't It's like know. women looking for breast milk for their babies. Yes, which is a bad idea. Because say you take the bite. Say you take the nibble. You meet up for coffee. <laughs> <laughs> not the nipple. <laughs> I'm talking about the friendship. The friendship, not the breast milk. You okay. go to coffee and the woman's a psycho. And now you're in. Now it's like breaking up with an adult friend. Yes. Now you eat, now you have to st- have a state of the relationship. Now you have to ghost them. Exactly. You have to avoid their calls. Exactly. And you're going to have a radio station calling up, calling them up in the middle of the morning trying to find out why they're not answering <laughs> their calls. Second date update. Yes. Because do you think if we had not had our sisters, we would ever have been friends? I don't know. I don't either. I don't know where our paths would have crossed. Right. I mean, even if you had moved into my neighborhood and we saw each other at school functions and at the pool, like I would be there with my book, like don't talk to me. Being antisocial. Exactly. I'm so antisocial that like meeting new friends, they almost have to like woo me. Yeah. Wow. And I'm I'm not worth that. I'm not saying that. (laughs) You're woo worthy. I'm not saying I should be wooed. I'm just saying the fact that we were. reality. (laughs) The fact that we were set up Mm -hmm. is the only reason we're best friends. That's true. So thank you to our sisters. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, that is weird. It, it is hard to find good couples yeah. that you, that you all mutually, but I mean, I think for this group in particular, they're already established. They're like, they're grandfathered in. Right. So that weirdo, that weirdo ninja with his <laughs> lightsabers, he's in. He's in. He's in. And the only way he's, I mean, what are you going to do? Go to the friend and say, hey, your husband's a weirdo? Yeah. I mean, maybe, <laughs> but. He, like he, he's in. Yeah, he's grandfathered in. Because if they have a New Year's party without them, that is going to cause a huge. Someone's going to post pictures. It's so, going to yep. get. It's going to get found out. One of the other five couples is going to tell the other friend. It's going to get messy. Yeah, it's not worth it. Just deal with it. Just deal with them. Okay. Maybe all the husbands will come together at some point and just have a discussion with them or have an intervention like, like a man put it on the men a men intervention yeah, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's on the <laughs> wives at all because i mean guys are way more like tolerant i guess of like if you have a group of dudes and there's like kind of the one weird group weird mm. weird dude i guess like mm-hmm. i don't know i feel like the guys can kind of just put it aside and just deal with it a little bit um it's kind of like it's kind when of like but he'll get the idea though like oh i'm really like not clicking with these <laughs> other four dudes that are here i wonder why oh maybe it's the lightsaber they like aren't maybe, super maybe it's star wars maybe it's my ninja mask you know what it's <laughs> like one thing i've learned from teaching school is how different boys and girls are in the way they handle situations yeah girls get emotional okay now now look at me just classifying people i'm sorry but that's why boys when they have an issue they just fight yeah. And then two seconds later, it's over. They punch each like, other in the nose. They beat the shit out of each other. Uh-huh. And then they shake hands and walk away and it's done. Like right. it's over. They don't get caught up in the feelings being hurt. It's They just deal with it and move right. on. So yeah, good so idea. I Let like the men. where you're going, Travis. Let the men put have, it on the men. Yeah. Have a intervention. Yep. There's also nothing more embarrassing than like going to like a party with couples or whatever. And like the wife has to like shelter the husband oh. almost like he's like a pet or like a child kind of a thing like okay go like you can go talk with the other guys like oh. it seems like so awkward just like not having that having that be so forced I guess like, like trying to rein him in yeah exactly or just like hey like don't hang out with the like 
leave the girls' table. Go talk to all the other dudes over there. <laughs> go and find a like, friend. Oh, like, go I don't friend. know. It's yeah. like with your kids. Like, stop bugging me. Go play with your friends. You want you want your partner to be able to handle a crowd. Right. You want them to be able to go and do. Right. Right. Yeah. I have a random question for you guys. If you guys go out to like a big group dinner with like a bunch of couples, do you guys sit next to your spouse? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or so, do you like, or do you like all the girls sit at one side, all the guys at the other side or like, does it, yes. or so do you? That's what we've started doing. So my husband realizes I just want to talk to the other women. So when we go in a big group, he's like, why don't all the women sit on this end and all the men sit on this end? And at first he's met with resistance. Like people are like, well, that's weird. Or that's rude. Or like, don't you want to sit by your wife? And he's like, I know she doesn't want to talk to me. I like talk she, to her all day. We'll why talk would I want home. to talk to her yeah. now? Yeah. So he tries to do that. He thinks it's a great idea. And some people think it's really weird, but some people are like, sweet. I just want yeah, to talk to the wife. We have a couple friends that like, if we go out, like they have to sit and like have to be at each other's hip the entire time. And then, yeah, me and my girlfriend though, like polar opposite ends of the table. Like people ask me like at a bar, like, oh, where's Alyssa? And I'm like, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen her in an hour. Let yeah, me tell you. It's kind of different people, I guess. That means you're secure in your relationship. So when Jake and I got married, we, um, didn't want to do like a formal wedding line. Right. And so we, after the ceremony, we just mingled and we weren't even together. Like for half of our, like we just walked around and cause it's just, you know, like there were people that he wanted me to meet and I met whatever and vice versa. But, um, but it was kind of nice to just be able to visit the people that we wanted to talk to. And, and then, you know, we would connect throughout the reception period, but it was really kind of, yeah. Kind of weird because we just kind of wandered and visited and yeah. mingled. And- Although when we go places where it's like his people, I'm like, don't you leave my side. Right. Like, don't take my coat to the coat closet. Don't go to buy me a drink. Like, you stay by. I get panicky if he leaves me because of my social anxiety. Social anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... Um, I, well, but I know all of Jake's work people. So yeah. it's like, I'm Even not- then, I know them, but I don't want to be left <laughs> But I also worked there for a while. So it's like I have kind of independent relationships a little bit with some of them. So I don't know. Okay. How about, do you have one to read? I just read one. Oh, okay. It's my turn. Let me read you this. Okay. uh, Another New Year's one. And I I will quickly read through this. Okay. Okay. So it says this New Year's Eve will probably be a mess. What a great way to start a little story. That's fun. Um, so this is a 22 year old female. We are celebrating New Year's Eve at my aunt's house. She organized everything without really consulting with anyone how much each family member could spend. And the price for dinner now is very high. But we already said we would go before knowing the price for dinner. So we will go anyway. And I don't really know what the price for dinner has to do with any of this because anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, if we don't like she's a little inconsiderate. Yeah. If we don't, my family will get mad. We'll insist we'll go anyway. It's a whole thing that we want to avoid. Um, I know that's wrong, but we prefer to avoid conflict. The rest of my uncles and aunts are very well off, and it is us, it's only us that has less money that this is challenging for. My dad wanted to pay for all five of us, my mom and sisters, as he always did, but we decided to pay each one for their part because it was too much. We all have part time jobs, we will come up with the money somehow. The thing is, so I guess what she's trying to say here is this is kind of an expensive New Year's Eve. They're all pitching in to pay for this right. event. Kind of sacrificing. Yeah. Um, the thing is, my aunt told my dad that we will not have a toast at midnight. This is because her husband and the husband's mother have never shared a toast since the husband's father died 10 years ago. Okay. okay. So the husband's the husband's father died 10 years ago. So they, Okay, so they've so never celebrated. So his wife just don't have 
So they don't celebrate it. Like in general, like no toast? No, they just don't do a toast at midnight. Just not one on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Okay. So she told us we can't toast or do anything really. Not even say Happy New Year because for them it's not happy. (laughs) (laughs) Did he die on New Year's? I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Weird. So I don't think this is rational. I had a good year and I wanted to celebrate with my parents and my sisters. They just want us to have dinner and ignore it that it's midnight. (gasps) Not react at all. I really don't think that's even possible. Someone will say something. So I just want to toast with my parents and sisters. I won't toast with them if they don't want to, but I don't think that they can forbid me to do it, even if it is their house. I mean, my grandfather died last year. I'm sad, but that doesn't mean I can't make new happy memories. So can they forbid this? Would I be the asshole if I did it anyway with only my parents in a corner of the room? Oh my gosh. Okay, here's my initial thought. (laughs) What do you say if you don't want to celebrate New Year's? You don't host a New Year's Eve event at your house. That yeah, exactly. If New Year's is this triggering event, and then don't like nobody's forcing you, right? Or let it be at somebody else's house, and then at ten minutes to midnight, you can you can leave, skedaddle on out of there. You don't get to stop. <laughs> I don't understand this whole. We don't toast since we're not, my husband died. Yeah. We're not going to celebrate anything good since dad died 10 years ago. That's so sad. I think it's stupid. It's sad to me when people have like a death or a tragedy and then feel like they can't celebrate or they can't be happy. Right. Because that's not what I would want if I died. I mean, maybe for a little while. <laughs> don't go. You are not allowed to toast anything. You don't toast. For one you year. You don't smile. You don't. You don't celebrate. You better not get a new best friend. You better be weeping and wailing. For a, at least a year. Yes. We're all black. You better not let Aaron date. Go to the cemetery. <laughs> Throw your body on my grave. Please. Yeah, that's exactly what I want. I know. When people are like, I want the celebration of life. And I'm like, I mean, I do, but you bet, you better cry. People better be. I will. This is my warning. Now <laughs> I feel like I'm threatening. When I die... It better be a big production. Yeah. I mean, it better be. And I may have said this before, but it better be a big deal. And I will be watching. (laughs) You know, I want to know. And don't you just show up if you haven't been around. Right. Right. Don't just, oh, I knew her from whatever. No. Don't make it about you. No, this is about me. Yeah. So you get there, you wail. You put a veil over your face. You cry. Oh, I'll cry. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) But then 10 years later... Absolutely toast like on New it Year's. It is time to move on. And even, yeah. And again, what is the correlation between dead father, right. grandfather, whatever, and we There's don't no t- way the dad would approve of that. No. I feel like even, even up in heaven, he'd be like, why are you guys not toasting yeah. on it's New Year's? Come it on. makes no sense. Yeah. And New Year's is like, I feel like part of the point of New Year's is the new year, the new start. So even if 2021 was crappy, which it was for a lot of people, the whole point of the new year is 2021 is over. Yeah. So, so you're yay. not necessarily celebrating 2021. You're celebrating a, that it's like a fresh start and a new year and you can be a new person. You can do new things. You can. Right. And they're certainly not celebrating dead grandpa. No. Dad, husband, father-in-law, whatever he is. Nobody's, nobody is. He's not father time. No. <laughs> he is not. He doesn't own that day. He doesn't own it. So yeah, I say... I say eat, drink, and be merry. Step out onto the porch, have a toast. Have a kiss. Yeah. Have a have a long kiss. Have a long toast. Yeah. Eat some toast. If you want. While you're at it. <laughs> Make a resolution. Yeah. But yeah. be happy. Yeah, just so... I mean, 20... Originally, for this today's podcast, 
I was going to look for things. I was going to talk about the good and bad of 2021 and everything sucked so bad. I'm like, wow, that's a depressing podcast. So oh. I scrapped it. So there was nothing good? There was good? nothing good. Oh. Nothing good. So, oh. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> that's depressing. So that is depressing. So we are going to uh, do a big cheer on New Year's to celebrate yep. the the closing of 2021. Yeah. Because 2022 is going to be good. It's going to be good. But nobody talk too loud. Just walk in quietly. Nobody make a big fuss. Nobody make a big fuss. It's going to be fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, send us your stuff. Your resolutions. Yes, do. If you have any good resolutions. Or bad are, ones for that yeah. matter. Or uh, resolution stories of ones that you've actually kept. Does anybody? I knew a girl that I used to teach school with in Utah. And she made a resolution that she would run every day. Ooh. Every day. And she kept it. That's like awesome. For, for years she kept it. Wow. But like the first time she, like her goal was she just had to run. And it, even if it only ended up being... Like, even if she just had to run to the end of the street and back. Because yeah. she said that, like, 99% of the time it was just, like, getting, getting it, like, starting it. Yeah. And then once she was out there, then it was like, well, I'm already here. And so she said that there were a lot of times that she thought, well, I'll just go around the block or down the street. And then, but every time she just continued. So she ran every day. Wow. Snow, rain, sleet, hail. Wow. Every day. Maybe I'll just try to walk every day. Oh, gosh, that seems like a lot of work. Maybe I'll just try to put on my shoes every day. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe I'll try to put on a bra every day. <laughs> there you go. There's one. That's a win. But why? But why? Why? Okay. Uh, well, thanks for listening, you guys. And we will be back in 2022. Yes. Yay. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Goodbye. Goodbye. Do you have a situation you want us to share on our show? Send it in to truthfairiespod at gmail.com. Or slide into our DMs on Instagram at TruthFairiesPod. Like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Speak.fm, or wherever you listen. We hope the truth hurt just a little, but not too much. Goodbye. Goodbye.